Good afternoon. Welcome to Second Setting the Record Straight with Brenda K. Sanders. Ah, uh, today is August. Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> today is September 27, 2019, and I hope I'm right about that. I, I haven't looked at uh, the calendar today. Uh, again, I apologize. I'm coming on late for the broadcast because of technical difficulties and uh, my phone freezing. You know, we have to. Or uh, what happens is the programming and recording of this broadcast is done via uh, cell phone and it can be done on the computer or on my laptop. Uh, how, uh, you know, however, I've experienced some freezing. Uh, if you, you know how it is when your phone or laptop freezes, you have to start all over, reboot. So that is what's taking place <laughs> this afternoon. With this uh, broadcast, but nevertheless, I'm back on track. This is Brenda K. Sanders. In case you didn't know, I'm sure it's no surprise. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast again uh, today. Uh, I apologize again for yesterday for the late posting of my podcast because of similar problems. In fact, yesterday I just had no means to even post the program on uh, the. Um, website because of something I didn't know, invisible things. So finally it resolved and I was able to, I was able to, um, do the broadcast. I'm kind of laughing now. If I can divert a little bit, my doggy is standing and looking at me like, you know, what are you doing? It is so incredibly funny. I can't, (laughs) can't stop laughing. But anyway, uh, usually sometimes I let him be the audience for me uh, when I'm doing the podcast, especially on Sundays when I was doing the broadcast on Sundays. So what do I want to talk about on this uh, podcast today? You know, we, we and I say we, but I, I want to say I, uh, but it's really a we situation because uh, I think the, the gist of it is this. 
once the U.S. government and the U.S. military is done with me, harassing me, uh, ruining my life, they, they're going to start on someone else. And I, I truly believe that I'm not the first person who has suffered from this particular circumstance. Uh, they're much too uh, keen and sharp about what they're doing, where to go, and what to do. Uh, which suggests to me that there is a prior history of this targeting. And if you go to the targeting.com website, uh, you'll see it's quite organized. And that's why I always make the reference of organized stalking or air stalking by the government using government um, uh, military weaponry uh, and using government employees. I used to think, I formerly thought that it was rogue, these were rogue people, uh, but when they were not brought to justice or not charged after I filed the uh, FBI reports, I, I now think this is a, an organized and approved uh, government process. Now what happens is, is, is it's, it's, come, it's coming to the open, it's exposed. And that's what now makes it problematic to some people. I think uh, before, when it was not exposed, when it was quiet, when it was in the closet, no one really cared. It did not impact anybody's political career. And so that is why I believe the situation was not addressed earlier. But, but I'm here, you know, today to tell you this. I'm here to... Uh, really put forth, uh, you know, I've not talked about my candidacy for the U.S. House of Representatives for the 2nd District in South Carolina that much. But just let me say this. If I were to continue my bid, and I believe that I am, um, it would be because this should happen to no no one. It should happen to, to, to not one citizen of our, of our United States of America. Uh, I believe that the advent of certain things like uh, this gay marriage and everything has caused an uprising against women. Against women. And that it's perceived as illegal, as illegal because it justifies the, 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 the end, justifies the means. Uh, I'm sorry to rain on your parade gay marriage, but I believe it is just... Um, now, something that's justified given the fact that men want to be with men and uh, women are in the way. Women present an attraction to men. I believe, I, I believe it, it is my opinion. It's a personal opinion, not the opinion of Anchor, not the opinion of any of the platforms on um, which I am uh, featured, is that I, I believe it is my godly opinion as a Christian person that... Uh, men that say they're gay are still attracted to women. They may engage in gay or, you know, homosexual activities, but I think they still have an attraction to women uh, at some point in time. I didn't say it was constant uh, because at some point, if you engage in, you know, anything long enough, it can have or curb certain appetites, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But what I believe is that there's this fight that, you know, women must not get in the way of these things. And so I believe that where it is perceived that a woman such as myself, uh, you know, when I talk to a man and that's when I inhale, uh, 
inherit all the trouble if I just say something to a man, you know, military uh, planes and chemicals and all kinds of things happen out of the blue. I mean, I've been chased by helicopters, planes, uh, if I've said something to a man on the internet. And I've offered to polygraph. Again, I say this almost on every broadcast. I've offered to polygraph about my experience. And no news media, no outlet, no person has taken me up on this offer. Is it really possible to have a military plane, a helicopter chase a woman for talking, speaking to a man? Well, that's what's taking place with me. And, uh, you know... It took a long time for a this pattern of behavior to be documented where it can be seen by third parties, somebody other than me. And so uh, it's taken a long time for it to happen, but it has happened. People are able to now uh, see what is taking place. And given the fact that people are able to see what is taking place, uh, the next step I, I was anticipating is that someone would be willing to do something about it. Maybe the FBI, maybe the, the Justice Department of our country. And that hasn't taken place. So I have yet to see uh, the persons that have come against me that have falsely removed me from my job as a judge, uh, falsely accused me of, of lying to entities that falsely accused me of being incompetent or not being able to do my job as a judge, I believe those people still have should be brought to justice. Now, if this is some unofficial government policy, domestic policy that's trying to be enforced, then we, we need to know. I think innocent women need to know. Is it the law that a woman cannot talk to a man now in America? Is that the law? Well, then we want to see proof of it. If I violated any law, I want to see proof. Other people should, should, uh, other women should uh, see proof of that uh, if they're violating the law. Otherwise, this is just a rogue criminal attempt to interfere with relationships between men and women to uh, enforce this policy of gay uh, marriage and gay the gay agenda and I think it's 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 maybe domestic policy at this point but the enforcement of it and the legality of it is a different a different uh, question and I, I said uh, I don't know I was talking somewhere where I said that uh, the violence and the 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 chemical attacks are a way of enforcing domestic policy uh, here in the United States of, of the gay lifestyle or whatever it is. But like I said, what is happening? Describe to my listening, if I were to describe to my listening audience what the, the issue is, I mean, what is happening to you and what is happening? How did it start? I, I'm telling the truth. I've, I've uh, repeated myself over and over and over. Yes, it is unbelievable. Yes, it is extreme. And to focus on me, I, I mean, the, the, the focus has not stopped. I think um, for the last five years is when I've been out of a job. Uh, that's when I really noticed, even though I did notice before, 
I was removed from my position as a judge or something was not right. I just didn't know what. I did notice uh, that uh, I was closely scrutinized and closely watched on my job uh, day to day. And I did notice that whenever I took a vacation and came back, it looked like I was penalized. I mean, uh, cases uh, and files stacked uh, from here to who knows where on my desk. And I said, oh, wow, they punished me for taking a vacation, even though I took a vacation just like the other judges on the bench. Um, I noticed that if I took a vacation, my brother was locked down in the prison where he is, and I believe he's wrongly convicted. In fact, I know it. And locked up, uh, again, the same uh, problem of being a woman in America and not being a lesbian, by the way. And so we have some kind of policy, some kind of agenda that's attempted, uh, uh, that's that's being enforced, and nobody's aware of where it came from or who's behind it, uh, who who's spearheading it. But one thing I do know from president to president, from President George Bush to President Obama to President Trump now, this policy continues. I continue to lose my property. Uh, I continue to lose my money. I continue to lose uh, bids for political office. I continue to be penalized and punished when I talk to a man on social media. You know, my lights went out earlier today. Yesterday, my lights were blinking when I was commenting to a man on social media. Almost about to go out. So, I mean, is this something that this country has embraced and, and we don't know it? I did learn that there were other women involved, of course. And I, I've not mentioned her name in a while, but Connie Marshall, who is also a black female who ran for the, the, the um, position of mayor of the city of Louisville in Louisville, Kentucky. And she has been similarly targeted and punished and penalized. And I also believe that that is a uh, penalty, a punishment for our political activities running for mayor. Uh, well, no one has enacted a law saying that, you know, females can't, can't, cannot run for mayor. So we have uh, suffered, I believe, uh, it's something we can't see. We don't know until, you know, like I say, you, you suffer so much, then you figure it out. I think it's unfair. I think it's something our government, if we are the government that we say we are, or if we have a government that, that says uh, that the Constitution is true, that its statutes and ordinance are, are what they say, then it should be enforced. There's such a thing as sexual harassment. And, and it's funny because we hear about sexual harassment and sexual misconduct cases every day, almost daily in the media. And yet my claims, which are, are so egregious, I mean, who would think a woman would be chased by military planes, military helicopters, uh, chemicals uh, sprayed on her house and sprayed and blasted in her house because she talked to a man? Who would think of such a case? And why isn't it uh, forecast in the media? And my answer to that is that it is a full-blown government activity at this point. And not everyone is aware of it, but they will be. And I think the answer to it, the resolution of it is uh, that it be exposed. 
you know, a lot of the other victims in the media, um, all of the other victims had media exposure and it stopped or it caused an intervention in the misconduct. And I, and I believe that is what should take place in my case. There should be an intervention. There should be uh, someone saying this is not right. This is not legal. If you want to pursue a man, uh, the government, use government resources to pursue a man or uh, pursue someone, then you should do it outside of what the woman is doing. for an entry of default judgment and immediate oral argument. Okay? I'm mailing your copy. Uh, the clerk accepted it, and she stamped every page of the motion. I think it was about eight pages. And she accepted it. And I asked that the hearing be conducted the week of next week, September 30th. Did you hear anything? Okay, so I'm going up there on Monday. I'm going up there on Monday. And okay, you've been locked down again. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I'm going up there on Monday, huh? Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I'm going up there on Monday. Tells you I was there. Uh, let's see when I file all that. Yesterday or the day before. But I served the lawyers, and uh, you know, uh, I served the lawyers, and I said uh, we want a hearing for the week of September 30th. Okay. And so that starts on Monday. On Monday, I'll be up there. They accepted the motion. They accepted the motion. I outlined everything that had been done, that the lawyers did not want to go forward, and that they were not planning to go forward, that your constitutional rights were being violated. You were locked down. I don't care what she said. That's a lot. We looked at the we looked at the calendar. Me and Eric, where, you know what she did? She outlined in highlight that that's when the case was going forward and gave it to me. I know, I know what she's telling you, but that's violating your rights. So that's why you have a motion. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-uh, no, they've wasted they've wasted enough time. No, it ain't no might. You have already waited too long for this. And so your motion must be answered. And I'm going to the State Court Administrative Office of Justice Toll on Monday if they refuse to hear your case next week. Okay? This is a circus. This is a legal mockery of the system. I'm going to the State Courts, State Supreme Court, the Office of Administrator of the Chief Judge in charge of the whole system and justice toll is her name you cannot just sit on a case like this you cannot just commit this kind of uh, mockery of the system and, and be dilatory like this when a criminal case is involved so what i'll do i'll drive up there to columbia and see the chief judge of the supreme court 
we'll see what she has to say about it. I'm already prepared to forward the motion and for it will go up there in person. I'm just waiting on them to tell me and you that you can't have a hearing next week. Who told you? The clerk from Barnwell? Well, see, you ain't listening to me. You're not listening. I said the chief, I said the chief judge of the South Carolina Supreme Court. Did you hear what I said? It's an administrative issue at this point. It is an administrative issue. Okay? The chief judge, the chief justice, excuse me, not judge, chief justice of the South Carolina Supreme Court should know about this case. And that's where I'm going on Monday. If I go up there to that courthouse and they tell me, after they did not know about this intervening motion you filed, did they? Hello? Talking? Hello? Okay, all right. They did not, they could not have known Tuzzy until, uh, I just filed it yesterday or day before, okay? You already had that letter. So let me answer that question for you. They did not know about your intervening motion. Okay, so now they have a motion on the docket that has to be decided. And if they decide not to give you a hearing next week, I'm not going to even wait. I'm going straight up to the South Carolina Supreme Court. Personally, go to the office of administrator. There's an administrative, state administrative office like it was when I was a judge. And they govern judicial things like this. You understand what I'm saying? So you're going to have to do another intervention. You're going to have to go straight up to the Supreme Court, South Carolina, and say, look, this is what has happened. This has been delayed and delayed and delayed. The defendant has even filed an intervening motion, and it's still delayed. And and, and, and it's still delayed. So you were initially told, and I can... I can testify about it. I can testify, polygraph, whatever they want me to do, that this is when I told the case was going forward. The lawyers got involved and all of a sudden it was delayed. So I can tell her that. So again, I went up there in your interest as a sister. These lawyers weren't nowhere around when I went up there and inquired with the clerk. All I knew is that a motion had been, you know, uh, the um, order had been entered. So I immediately just went up there to try to find out what the next step was so I could tell you. You've been locked down and locked down and locked down. You have very little resources to reach the outside and to find out what's going on in your case. So that was my way of finding out. And plus, I have not been here in all these years you've been going through this. I've not been here really, you know gone anywhere to talk to anybody really I just really had to rely on somebody's representation well I had the opportunity to go and talk to that clerk personally and that's what she told me she gave me the paper she even highlighted it in yellow she said this is when his case will go forward now what you want me to do hello what you want me to do sit here like a bump on the log and do nothing this is what the woman told me. She even took a highlighter and highlighted the thing. 
Well, I'm telling you what they told me in person. I'm telling you what I filed. I'm telling you the other actions I'm getting ready to take. Now, do you want me to take them or not? Oh, they can't do that. That's true. And so guess what? I don't give a doggone what the clerk said. The fact is you violate somebody's rights. She is governed by the South Carolina Supreme Court. There's administrative and procedural rules that you must abide by. And that woman, I think Linda wrote that lady before, that justice up there. And she turned around some things. I don't know what it was. I forgot what it was. But, I mean, they've done too much. Their history is too, too protracted. And so I'm going to the court on Monday. And I was waiting on them. Guess what? I was waiting on them to deny your motion. To say, oh, we can't accept that, you know, because he got a lawyer or something like that. I was waiting on them to do that when I went up there. Because that's when I was going to the state court, Supreme Court right then. But they didn't do it. They accepted it. And if they accepted your motion, then they got to hear it. And I put on there for oral argument next week. So what I want to do is, uh, when can you, I'm in the middle of this radio show, man. I want to know, when can you... um, when can you call me back so I can prepare you for the hearing? Oh, well. <sighs> okay. Well, let me tell you this. No, I don't. Oh, I hate messenger. I don't know why. Well, that's a, that's, I don't know how. But anyway, I want to know when you going to call me so we can go over the hearing. Because this is what I think the next move they're going to do. They're going to try to sneak you into the courthouse without us knowing, you see. They're going to try to sneak you in there without us knowing you're going to be up there. So, uh, I want to know if you can call when you can, you call back. You know? Okay, I'm going to keep my phone on. Call back tonight. I'm going to go over the motion. I'm going to tell you everything you got to say uh, and should say in support of your motion that I already filed. Um, and then, um, you know, because they might try to sneak you up there. Now, if they try to sneak you up there, of course, you should call me if you have a time. If you have an opportunity, call me. Let me know. They're they taking you through up there at the court. But, okay, if you go call back tonight, I'll leave my phone on. After I do my show, I'm going to leave it on. Um. Can you call back like at 7? Yeah. Okay, I'll be done with the show too. So, um, hey man, don't call me between uh, 4.30 and 6, man. man, I'll be doing the show. Well, I called here. Oh. Because I called you the phone still It is, uh, I was doing my show. I'm on my phone right now doing my show. Well, I, I called you last night. Keep calling. I'm a, okay, I'll tell you what. On 685-1096, I'm just leave the phone on. Just call that phone right there. Okay, until I get the phone back on. I'll get the phone back on Monday next week. The house phone. What? Okay, then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, guess what? I love you, too. So anyway, okay, call me back and leave the phone on. Just try 685-1096, and then I'll leave that phone on. 
and then um like i said they might try to sneak you in the court but i want to know about it and if they turn down this motion and don't hear it I, i'm i'm going to columbia i'll be riding to columbia okay love you talk to you later okay bye to say and finally conclude uh, this program by saying this if I am elected to the U.S. House of Representatives I plan to bring this matter before Congress to stop these illegal egregious activities on the part of our government and I, I plan to even sponsor a bill to put it into law this, this never happened to any anyone else in our country if you have a preference for a relationship just go forward with the relationship and I believe stop harassing and intimidating people who may say hello to someone since when did we legalize such such behavior and this is the one case that is not featured in the news. I thank God for this platform and the platforms uh, that I'm able to broadcast on now. But we must stop. We must. There must be an intervention. And if I'm the interventionalist, then I will be that. Because you, you can't do this in this country. You can't allow it to happen. If it has happened, then it must stop. It must cease. It should not be made into a law it should not be made into a moray or societal practice where we tolerate it and i believe once people know that it's going on everyone should be outraged everyone should be surprised by what's going on everyone should make an attempt to stop it to intervene to reveal it a lot of victims don't want to tell their story because they're so embarrassed. A lot of victims don't want to, you know, tell everything because they, 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 they're embarrassed by it. Well, let me tell you, I learned to tell. I learned to tell the truth. Yes, it's embarrassing. Yeah, did your car get repossessed when you talked to a man on the Internet? Yes. <laughs> did your sister's car get repossessed when you talked to a man on the Internet? Yes. We're planes flying in your yard and then behind your house when you talk to a man on your cell phone yes did you lose your job because of that same reason even though you weren't aware of it yes were there shootings that took place because you talked to a man on uh, the internet or were involved a semi in uh, some kind of uh, communication with a man yes and after a while, you know what God said to me? Pride, you know, pride goes before destruction. A haughty spirit before fall. So my pride, uh, I set it to the side. I set my pride to the side so that I could tell my story without hesitation and without embarrassment because I have no embarrassment. There's nothing left but humility. Humility uh, about what is going on. And it's funny that this would happen to me. Maybe I'm probably the, 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 the hundredth level of person that they have tried this with. 
maybe there were some other women and there were by the way I didn't say it in the broadcast there are other women who were involved in this type of uh, conduct as victims uh, one woman uh, I think her name is Sharice out of uh, Louisiana told me that she actually had a helicopter with an armed person uh, with a person ar- uh, pointing a gun at her uh, what she she had exact words for it pointing a gun at her or something like that okay those that may be a paraphrase uh, when she got out of her vehicle uh, I forgot where she was when it happened Connie Marshall her pet has been harmed just like mine and she ran for the the, uh, may, the mayor's uh, job in, in in Louisville Kentucky so who's doing these awful things who's benefiting from it and uh, why are you allowing uh, the taxpayers to pay for it? Now that's 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 the big issue. Why are you allowing taxpayers, our our taxpayers of this country, to pay for such activities? Well, I'm going to stop there uh, with this broadcast. I, I was interrupted once, in a, but I did finish uh, what I wanted to say today. That we're not going to allow this again. I'm certainly not. I'm going to, if elected to the position I'm currently running for. I'm going to bring it before Congress and bring it before Congress again and bring it before Congress again until they conduct hearings on the issue. Well, we don't want to conduct hearings because we might be making admissions. Well, what do you care about? Do you care about the citizens of this country? Are you, Or do you just care about your political futures? Or do you care about just your reputation? The, the job of the government is to protect. The job of the government is to protect. And so someone is not doing their job if this is allowed to continue. I'm grateful this, for this platform so that I can continue to status update you about what's going on in our government. What's going on with this government? Who's using your tax dollars and why? And uh, why? Uh, these things are going on and allowed to go on. Who's benefiting? Who who wants to uh, 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 benefit from these things? People are being harmed, not just me. People uh, people are being chemical. The chemicals that are released in the sky, that are dispersed in the sky, they they affect more than just me. It affects the community. Uh, In the area where I live, the for sale signs are unbelievable. And I've been traveling to and from this region for 40 years since I, I left uh, when I was graduating from high school. And let me tell you, the for, the for sale signs are unbelievable in this area because other people are being affected by these activities, these, these chemical attacks in our, in our, in our area. I've had to, one Saturday when I did attempt to evacuate, I mean, I had to drive all the way to North Carolina to get out of the, the chemical fumes. And that particular day, it was very bad. And that was on July 21st. It was a Saturday. I mean, the fumes were just so bad. It made my kidneys shut down. And so we must, in fact, we must do something about this. We must address Uh, what's going on in this country and address this agenda uh, that uh, really should be uh, stopped or find some other way to 
to to uh, court or get with the people that you want to get with. It should not be uh, the using of federal tax dollars to intimidate women, to harass women so that you can get in the relationship you want or what, stay in the relationship that you want with another man. That simply is unacceptable. Okay, so I really am done today. I really am done with this broadcast. I thank you uh, for tuning in to the broadcast today. That's one thing. I thank you for listening to what is surely um, unpalatable, if there's a word, impalatable truth. Uh, It's not very palatable, but it is the truth anyway. And as I say on every broadcast, I'm willing to polygraph about every word that I've said here on this broadcast. This broadcast is about my personal experience with gang stalking and air stalking. And so, until next time, that will be tomorrow. Look for the broadcast, Setting the Record Straight with Brenda K. Sanders. It will come up. It will be on the website one time or another, even though I have planned that this uh, posting go forward at 5 o'clock p.m. every day, except Sunday, when I will be doing Seeing Clearly in the Dark once again at 5 o'clock. All right. Have a good evening. Talk to you next time.